0: profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, And co founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. Hey, ladies, I have another great episode for you today. It's how to find the $50,000 that is hiding in plain sight in your business. Before I get started with that, I want to tell you that my recent episode on how to speed up Gmail in your business is getting some really great feedback. If you haven't gone back and listened to that one, it's number 23 right before this one. And a few of you have asked, well, what about Amy and her trip to Uganda and the gas mileage? And much though, I would love to help her happy to report that her email is still hanging out in 04. Maybe I'll get to it eventually and I haven't gotten to it. So if you get distracted by your own Gmail and your own inbox, be sure to go back and have a listen to that episode because the time that you invest to set up a system of labels that is super simple and works for you and is categorized by both priority and by topic is going to make a huge difference in getting distracted by your own email and by handling it in order of priority. You all also know that I love raving five-star roof reviews. Views for my podcast. (laughs) And here's a great one that I want to share with you from Julie Fry from Business Among Moms. Her Business Among Moms Summit is happening in the middle of May in Seattle. You can go check it out at businessamongmoms.com. And She says, I love this podcast because Geraldine provides action steps and talks about the importance of knowing your numbers. Keep up the good work. So thank you, Julie, and you're welcome. I will happily keep up the good work with talking about numbers. I love talking about numbers and It pains me when people don't talk about numbers in their business. I get that people don't like their numbers and they don't like to look at their numbers and talk about them and so on. And if you want to run a profitable business, you need to be real about your numbers. And I help take the pain out of it and like really take the emotion out of it, right? And not use it as a measuring stick or a yardstick of your own worth or success. They're just the numbers. It's okay to look at them. And the more we look at them, actually, the better they get. So to that end, I want to jump into this week's episode. Find the 50K hiding in plain sight in your business so you can work less and make more. And I want to share with you where I find the money that's hiding in plain sight in my own clients' businesses. One of the first things that I do when my clients come to me is ask them for their profit and loss and for their balance sheet. And if they don't have a profit and loss yet and they just have a spreadsheet, that's fine. I can work with whatever they have in whatever condition it's in. I look at their profit and loss, I look at their balance sheet, and then I also look at their calendar. And when I cross-reference between the two things, it tells me a story about what's happening in their business and how they're running it and what choices they're making that are helping them and what choices they're making that are working against them. And what pops out to me, because I've spent a lot of time looking at profit and losses, both for the first business that I co-founded and also looking at my client's profit and losses, is that immediately there are things that don't make sense. So I ask a number of questions to try and understand what's going on, and typically, I find a number of places where there's simply opportunity being left on the table. And that's awesome. Hooray. Like, great. Let's go get the opportunity. I have no judgment about it. And what I want to share with you today is the primary places that I find that financial opportunity. And I want to share it with you so that you can look inside your own business and see if there's money hiding in plain sight in your business that you can go and grab. My hunch is that you're probably aware of some of these places already and that there's a logical reason that you're making some of the choices that you're making. And the reason that you haven't changed your mind about things Is that it has an emotional tug or some kind of emotional weight, which makes it really difficult for you to change these things on your own, which is why it's helpful to have me (laughs) because I'm detached from your business and I can be more objective and I can also come up with the right words or the right approach or the right solution that is the sort of catalyst that gets you over the hump to make the changes that you need to make. Okay, so what I have for you today are 10 different ways that I see money hiding in plain sight in people's businesses. So It's nine ways plus a bonus for people who bill insurance, such as psychologists, psychiatrists, naturopaths, physical therapists, some chiropractors, some licensed massage therapists. And in these ten items, I'm going to show you how they add up to 50k. They actually add up to more, like 87 to 210,000. But I don't think you're doing them all at once. So a more conservative estimate, plus it's a round number, is 50k. And know that it could be a lot more than that. It could easily be 75k 100k 200k depending on the nature of your business and how you've been running it so blah 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 you're thinking get to the parts already i want to know where the money is in my business okay i heard you here we go number one is freebies discounts and friends and family deals it's really easy to want to give your friends a better rate than you give the rest of your clients and your patients it's really easy to have friends and family deals and lower your rate. Most of my clients, when they're coming to me, are giving at least one person, if not more than that, a friends and family discount. And this totally makes sense when you're starting out, right? And trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, revenue isn't always consistent, you're not in high demand yet, and friends and family deals to try and get people to offer your services and have people sort of kick the tires, if you will, in your business, and help you understand what's working, what doesn't work, help you get better at what you offer. This is part of the process. As you grow, some of these friends and family deals hang around. Now, you are probably, as you're listening, either doing the dishes, shoveling snow, or driving. So I'm going to work with round numbers so that you can follow along. And round numbers that I think are reasonably accurate, right? You can make adjustments based on your own hourly rate. But at one free friends and family deal discount per week at 100 bucks an hour, that's five grand a year. So the question becomes and how I coach my clients around moving out of this. Because oftentimes there's resistance around, well, you know, they're a family member. How am I going to get out of this one? You know, I have to see this person at Thanksgiving dinner and many times in between. I don't want to take this away from them. I've been doing it this way for three years now. So I get that there's some extrication here that needs to happen. And there's a way to have the conversation so that it's transparent, so that it's clean, and so that you both leave the conversation feeling good about it. And I would argue that having that, what feels like it might be, An intimidating or uncomfortable conversation would be worth $5,000 a year. Okay, number two. Late cancellations leave gaps in your calendar that, had they been filled, would have meant getting paid. Even my clients, with the cleanest of boundaries and clearest of cancellation policies, sometimes have last-minute cancellations on them. The clearer your cancellation policy, the less likely it is that people will cancel on you. If you have a super loosey-goosey cancellation policy or no cancellation policy at all, it makes it really easy for people to cancel on you last minute. The tightest cancellation policies say that if you cancel inside 24 hours, you don't get your money back. Not everybody wants to have a cancellation policy that tight. However, a lot of people are hanging around with no cancellation policies, and it should come as then no surprise that they either have last-minute cancellations or out-and-out out no-shows. So pull up your own cancellation policy in your own mind and think about whether or not it's worth updating, because one cancellation a week that goes unfilled at 100 bucks a session is also $5,000 a year. Okay, number three, justifying doing your work without getting paid. If this is you and you do work, for your clients that goes unpaid and you justify it, it could be costing you a lot of money. Now this depends on the nature of your work, right? And there's not necessarily a one size fits all prescription here. But say you have clients who call you and you do work for them for free that's kind of beyond the scope of your agreement. Or say you have a policy that anything under 15 minutes is no charge, but then the phone call goes over to 25 minutes then what? You know, it comes across as nickel and diming. You're not going to charge them for 10 minutes. But you do end up doing work for free. Once in a while, one short free visit is no big deal. But if this is a chronic and habitual problem in your business, two quote unquote short visits a week is 100 short free visits a year. And say those take up 30 minutes of your time each on average, just ballpark it at 100 bucks an hour. That adds up to another $5,000 a year. Number four, prices are not current and don't reflect your value. I'm going to break number four up into three sub-items. Here's the first one. All of you remember that in 2008, we hit this giant recession and the recovery was long and slow. And there was this thing about like the economy is bouncing back, but wages haven't bounced back. And it's almost as if we've gotten stuck in this mentality that, oh my God, the Great Recession and wages haven't bounced back. And then we're telling ourselves that our wages cannot bounce back. And I see a lot of people who have not updated their prices in two, three, four, five, six years. Remember that with each passing year, you get better at your work. That in and of itself is worthy of increasing your rates. Here's the second one. Also remember that there's this thing called inflation that everyone is subject to, including you. And at 3% on 100 bucks a session, that's 3 bucks every single year. So if you haven't raised your rate in five years, that's 15 bucks right there in inflation alone. So let's do some math here. If you increase your rate from 100 bucks a session to 115 a session at 20 sessions a week, that's $15,000 a year. And that's only accounting for inflation. That's not even including the increased value that you offer your clients, your patients, because you've become a better practitioner over time. Now, I'm not advocating for price gouging. That's not what I'm about. I'm not advocating for squeezing every last buck out of a person that you can get. But a lot of the people that I work with and a lot of people who I see around me, and here's the third sub item, are undervaluing their work by anything from 10 to 30%. And sometimes depending on what they do, 50 or even 100%. I know that raising your rates gets all kinds of tangled up in emotion. I get it. If this is you, see if you can grab a biz bestie who's more objective about your business than you are, sees your talents more objectively than you do, and ask them what they see about where your rates should be. If you do nothing else from this episode, consider that one because this exercise of getting clear about where your rates should be has the biggest bang for your buck. Sorry for the pun. And if you don't believe me, try this on for size. This can easily range from five to a hundred thousand. Say you're a CPA, and if your current rate is $75 an hour and should be $125 an hour, that's a $50 an hour difference. That's $100,000 a year. Now granted, that's assuming that you bill 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, which might be a bit of a stretch, but the point is take a close look at what you're charging. Number five, three months behind on your invoices. Not all of them, but enough that there's more than $5,000 outstanding just sitting there on your balance sheet under accounts receivable because you haven't gotten around to it, because it's been February and there's been snowpocalypse everywhere and the kids have been sick, because it's been so long now since you invoiced that client that you're almost too embarrassed to send them the invoice. If this is you, know that you're not alone. This happens to a ton of people that they just let an invoice slip, they forget about it, then it's two weeks and then they're embarrassed and then they don't get to it, it's four weeks and then, oh my God, now I can't send it, it becomes six, eight, 10 weeks and then it's like, I am mortified to send this invoice so far behind and then it hangs out on your balance sheet and there could be a thousand or 10 or $50,000 just there in that one client whose invoice has been slow to get out the door. It's okay, it happens. And if you did the work and it was part of the agreement, yes, it definitely helps to have the right words around it when you send it, but you can still send it. All right, ladies, that is the first five of 10 different places I look for money that is hiding in plain sight in your business. We're currently at between $35,000 and $120,000, and we're only halfway there. I made a PDF for you that you can grab over in the show notes that lists all of these items out. You can even get a sneak peek at next week's five because they're all listed there in one PDF. So go to the show notes. It's shethinksbigcoaching.com and you can grab this PDF. If you found this episode helpful, I would love one thing from you, and that is to share it with somebody else who may also find it helpful. You know what I like to say? When you share an episode, your friend wins because they get something valuable. I win because I get more listeners and subscribers. And you win because when you share something of value, you look good. So when you share an episode, everybody wins. If you're in Apple Podcasts, you can go down to the lower right corner, the little three dot ellipse, and underneath that is the share button. I'll be back with the next five ways that money is hiding in plain in your business next week. Have a great week, ladies. If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. You can write to me at geraldine at shethinksbigpodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down a 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.